Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska, and this is today's Bible class. Today's Bible class is designed especially for our podcast listeners. It's a, about a 12-minute Bible study each day. We can listen to it on the way to work in our car, our vehicle, or maybe on the way home afterwards, or maybe take just a few minutes of a break somewhere during the day and use this short study to get into God's Word for a few minutes, again about 12 minutes or so. In doing so, it helps us to stay in God's Word, to help, it helps keep us to be students of God's Word, but it also helps us to keep our focus on our spiritual lives and well-being and upon our relationship with God. Now, we encourage you to share these short studies with everybody you can. In so doing, you may help them start to focus on their spiritual well-being or lack thereof and maybe start to focus on their relationship with God. You may even help them start to get on the right path that ultimately will lead them not just through this life in the best way possible, but all the way to heaven. So think what a great impact you can have on others just by sharing these short studies with them. You might get them started in a whole new direction in life. You can share through Facebook friends, through text messages, maybe some other technological means that you have access to. And we encourage you to do that with everybody you can, your friends, your family members, work associates, neighbors, anybody and everybody. Please do share. We started talking about baptism in our last session together of today's Bible class, and we talked about the two ends of the spectrum when it comes to eternal destinies. And the one end is covered in Romans chapter 6 and verse 23, the wages of sin is death. And we're talking about spiritual death, and ultimately, the revelation tells us that somebody who dies physically while they're already dead spiritually, then they face the second death, which is eternal condemnation in hell. The other end of the spectrum is also in Romans chapter 6 and verse 23. The gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. So which end of the spectrum do you want to be on when it comes to your final day on this earth? Do you want to be in the end wherein you're looking forward only to eternal condemnation with all of its torments and, and punishments and darkness and being cut off from God and his glory forever and ever because of your unforgiven, sinful lifestyle? Or do you want to be on the other end of the spectrum where you can look forward with anticipation to being with God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit in heaven itself for all of eternity? walking in through those pearly gates, walking on those golden streets, and enjoying all the bliss and the security of heaven itself. Well, again, it's a no-brainer, right? Well, sin will keep us out of heaven. Sin will send us to hell. How do we, how do we receive forgiveness of our sins? How do we get rid of the condemnation of sin in our lives? Now, Jesus went to the cross to pay the price for the guilt of our sins. Hebrews chapter 2 and verse 9. Romans chapter 5 and verse 8, the Apostle Paul says, God demonstrates his own love toward us and that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. But you see, we have to come to him. Now, we talked about in a previous 
section of study in today's Bible class about sin and how terrible it is. It is man's worst problem, biggest issue, and so many people don't even recognize it. Sin will keep us out of heaven. Sin will lead us to eternal condemnation. So we need to be forgiven of our sins. Jesus went to the cross. He paid that price for us. But how do we tap into the cleansing power of his blood that he shed on that cross for our cleansing from our sins? That's through baptism. We talked about that in our first kind of introductory part of this study. When Peter and the rest of the apostles were asked on Pentecost by those Jews hearing that gospel sermon, they said, what shall we do? And Peter responded, repent, you've got to turn away from your sins, and let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Now the sense of the literature or the language in the original Greek there Repent and let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ so that your sins can be forgiven. In Acts chapter 22 and verse 16, Jesus sent Ananias to teach Saul of Tarsus, who had been a great persecutor of the church, to teach him the gospel. And Ananias asked Saul, Why are you waiting? Arise and be baptized and wash away your sins, calling in the name of the Lord. Now, those verses are easy to understand. You have to jump through a lot of hoops and go through a lot of mental gymnastics to try to make them say something else, or just to not say what they clearly say. We receive forgiveness as we submit to the, Lord, to the will of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, by being baptized into him for the remission of our sins so that our sins can be forgiven, cleansed, we can be cleansed of that guilt through the blood that he shed on the cross on our behalf. Salvation is life's most important quest. Nothing compares. Jesus talked about, through a couple of parables, about some men who gave everything for a particular, particular treasure. In Matthew chapter 13, beginning with verse 44, Jesus said again, the kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field, which a man found and hid, and for joy over it, he goes and sells all that he has and buys that field. Now, do you get the sense there? The treasure that he found in that seal in that field was worth selling everything else that he had so that he could buy that field and possess that treasure. Verse 45 goes on, and Jesus says again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant seeking beautiful pearls, who, when he had found one pearl of great price, went and sold all that he had and bought it. Oh, here was a merchant person who obviously dealt in pearls. And here he found one exquisite pearl that was so valuable that it was worth selling everything else that he had to buy that pearl. Now, we can't buy forgiveness. We can't buy salvation. 
the point that Jesus was trying to get across there is, again, what's he saying? The kingdom of heaven. In other words, being in heaven, being saved, having eternal life is worth giving up everything that we have in this world if necessary. Salvation is what he's talking about. Nothing compares in this world to eternal salvation in heaven and being assured of that salvation. Life's most important quest. It's worth whatever the struggle we might have to go through or the price we might have to endure on a personal basis to be saved. Now again, we don't buy salvation. Jesus paid the price for us, but we have to make the, make the commitment. We have to be obedient. We have to live the life of the saved follower of Jesus, a Christian. Paul wrote, I endure all things for the elect's sake, that they may also obtain the salvation which is in Christ Jesus with eternal glory. 2 Timothy 2 and verse 10. You know, Paul certainly endured some terrible things. He wrote about those in 2 Corinthians chapter 11. Read that text sometimes. He talks about being shipwrecked. He talks about being beaten in various ways a number of times and even being jailed. And he said, all that I went through for the gospel of Christ, to be able to continue to teach people the gospel through which they can be saved in Jesus Christ. God wants everybody to be saved. Peter wrote in 2 Peter chapter 3 and verse 9 that God is not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. No, he wants everybody to be saved. That's his desire, but he's not going to make us be saved. We have to make the decision ourselves. We have to come to him his way through Jesus Christ. We have to come to him in the way through which he has already laid out in Scripture for us to be forgiven of our sins, because again, the wages of sin is death. We must be forgiven. In 2 Timothy chapter 2, in verse 10, Paul wrote, Therefore I endure all things for the sake of the elect, that they also may obtain the salvation which is in Christ Jesus with eternal glory. So Paul says, I go through everything that I go through so that more people can be saved through Christ. We must come to the knowledge of the truth, however, in order to be saved because, again, God expects us to be obedient to those teachings. Remember that Jesus said, you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. John 8 and verse 32. Well, Paul wrote also in his first letter to Timothy, in chapter 2 and verse 4, who desires, speaking of God, who desires all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. Peter talked about that truth being that message through which we come to salvation, through which we are, our souls are purified in 1 Peter chapter, chapter 1 and verses 22 and 23. We need to know the truth of God's word because that will guide us to forgiveness 
of our sins and to eternal life in Christ. Our time's up today, so we'll stop. Let's go to our Heavenly Father in prayer. Father, please guide us in your truth. Your word, thank you for giving us those teachings written down in Scripture so that we can read them and understand them and believe them and apply them properly to our lives. Please guide us in this. We want to be with you in heaven for all of eternity. Please forgive us, gracious Father. Please forgive us and hear our prayer. In Christ's name, amen.